On the 161st episode of the Fantasy Lens Podcast, we're continuing our countdown and are now only two weeks away from the start of the 2020 NFL season. And now is as good a time as any to do our annual 12-team mock draft. The wait is almost over. Let's start the show. Welcome to Fantasy Lens. It is one of my favorite episodes of the year. It is our annual preseason mock draft. We have 12, uh, 10 other pe- or nine other people, if I can. There you go. There's your math. Nine random people in a draft room with us, ready to go in eight minutes. I got the first overall pick. I'm I'm pumped. Are you pumped about that? Who are you I'm going? I'm pretty pumped. I don't know. I might be going. Might be going Le'Veon Bell. Classic uh, Jet Insider move. Big year. <laughs> I feel like you should go Le'Veon Bell or Jamison Crowder. Uh, speaking of draft picks and uh, uh, stuff like that, did you see that um, uh, you can get a you could win a free case of Bud Light if you draft Gardner Minshew in the first round or some some garbage like that? I saw uh, it yes. somewhere. Like, should we all draft him in this mock draft and send it in? I'm not gonna lie though, like. A case of Bud Light to ruin your draft. That is that is totally not worth it. And you don't even, you're you're going to have to entice me a little more than that. And, and like, you don't even, 20, 20 bucks or like a shitty fantasy team. Maybe know. like a Bud Light live nudes bar sign and you're, we're starting to talk. What? Like, you remember the Big Daddy bar sign? Live nudes. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. Yeah, yeah I, if you give me, like, a cool, funny bar sign, but the, now we're starting to It's talk. not like Dude, you even... Neon, neon signs are so expensive. I would definitely do it. It's not that you even get it. You would, you just entered for a chance to win it. It's like... Oh, yeah. How dumb is that? Like, who's going to do that? What what idiot is going to draft Minshew in the first round for a chance to win... Like a twenty dollar case of beer. I'm guessing a lot of people from Jacksonville, Florida. <laughs> I feel like that's a good guess. Also, why are they so boned up on Minshew? I mean, I don't know. I honestly, don't. I I didn't read the full article. Uh, my my friend sent it to me, um, and I just I read part of it. and I'm like, this is terrible. It's terrible. So. Terrible. But whatever. So we're doing so a. We're doing our mock draft, yeah. Twelve teams. A week and a half away from the season. Twelve teams, baby, and we have apparently we have two Bryans and two Anthony's in here, so it might get a little confusing. I have the fifth pick. Brian has the fourth pick, and fake Brian has the second pick, and fake uh, yeah, Anthony wait. has. Oh, you yeah. fake Brian. Um, <laughs> that, already, we... that already fucked me up. <laughs> we're a week and a half of the way away from the season, and can you say? Do you know anything about what's going on with NFL teams? Nope, I am. I am, at the same time, very excited, but also very just like out of it. I feel like. Is anybody into it? Is there anything happening? Like I haven't seen anything in the news besides the whole big false positive fiasco earlier this week. That um, negative or positive? This false positive thing. I don't I'm know. I'm saying negative for our country, but positive for the league because even if if. The NFL can't get reliable tests. I'm not that confident in everyone else. <laughs> okay. But you feel good that, like, it was just a mistake in the yeah. NFL. So and supposedly also, there's only a few. There's no players that have tested positive since training camp has started. That's pretty unbelievable. 
that yeah, is very that is really which good. also makes me think that the NFL is just saying that any positive test is a it's false, false positive. positive yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's, it's so unbelievable it's almost unbelievable <laughs> <laughs> Roger Goodell is like himself a robot he doesn't think anyone else can get can get it yeah I I can't believe that there's only been there's been a few personnel people, but no players. Like that's to me that's insane. But I don't know. Are they in like dormitories during training camp? Is this are they are they secluded? I don't know anything about the NFL right now. Nope. Um, I, all I know is that Dan Darnold <laughs> loves Chris Herndon just because every Jet beat writer all tweets right. about whenever they when whenever he catches a pass. Didn't ball. we already talk about this? Didn't I'm just saying. I'm just saying this. what I, I'm just saying. The hype I've been seeing from has anybody watched Hard Knocks? Because we usually get really like balls deep in Hard Knocks and talk about it. Ah, nope. I haven't watched it either. Maybe I'll start watching that tomorrow as my like getting ready for work show. That's not a bad idea. Um... Yeah, I usually have 25 minutes devoted to a getting ready to work show, so I like either have to pick a half hour show. Or watch one episode every other day. I was, if it's a network show. I was always watching like I just watched the NFL network before I'd get ready for work and then uh and then I just didn't have to leave my house anymore, so and then there was no NFL news. <laughs> so that that didn't happen. That that stopped. Now I just wake up really late. <laughs> I don't watch anything. Yeah, that that's the big rub for the uh lockdown period of corona was that like yeah, cool snow day for three months. Um, also, nothing is going on. So what am I going to do? But I'm going to do some puzzles and take some walks. Okay. <laughs> I did a lot of cleaning of basements and uh, garages. That so that was early coronavirus. That was like I was like I just needed to do something. Yeah. Um, now I'm just like I don't want to do a friggin' thing. I just <laughs> I'm done with cleaning. Yeah. Are you not back yet? No, we're not going back for my, really? my company has. There's no plan for us to go back. Like, I work in healthcare, so they know firsthand. They're like, "Yeah, we're not. We uh, we have no rush for you guys. We you've been all. We've been doing very. We've been very productive in these past six months. So they're like, yeah. there's no rush. Whatever, figure it out. We'll figure it out. We yeah. never completely locked down. We had I I converted my office to one person in the office. Because uh, we only have six people in the office, so we did one uh, person gets a day, and I, I know the math doesn't work out. But we did one person <laughs> gets a day, and then once it started subsiding a little in Jersey, we did two people in the office every day, and then in June, um, everybody was like, you know, I'm I'm comfortable just coming back, um, and we all just went back. Well, because it's only six of us, so in an office, so it's a little different than being in like a big. Yeah, we have a lot more people and a lot. I mean, very tight quarters ish, so it's not the greatest of environments. So they're not they're not rushing us back at all, which is great. That's fine. You could clean more basements. I can clean more basements, and I don't put any you know mileage in my car, which is fantastic. Uh, sure. That- and, I the first tank of gas I filled in my car when it was like July, because before we moved, my commute was ten minutes down a road, 
and I was only going in once a week. So I didn't fill my car between March and July. There you go. This is insane. Like I just, I just filled my car with one tank of gas in a matter of months. It, it's a beautiful. It is a beautiful thing not having to spend all your, you know, mileage and wear and tear and whatnot. I'm sure people really care about this. Um, and good thing is that our mock draft starts in 30 seconds. So I have 30. <laughs> I have 40 seconds. Are you have 40 seconds? Uh, it'll all, it'll all sync up. Yeah, yeah I was, try, I was trying mean, to get you to freak out. No, no. This, Years past, I would have. You talk about this is what you talk about when you literally have no idea what's going on in the NFL. When beat writers aren't doing much beat writing, when there's not greatest shape of their life, like John loves, there's no preseason. You have to make your own conversation. I know. I I need some second half, like third string guy goes off for a seventy-five yard touchdown, and and like everyone goes nuts about that one. Guy. Yeah. Yeah, that sucks for the guy drafted in like the sixth round this year. That is just like, well, I never got a chance. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's true. I mean, same thing with like baseball draft. They only had they had like a quarter of the rounds. They usually have. Well, well, nobody cares about the baseball draft. Dark mode. Interesting. That is true. Nobody cares about the baseball Um, draft. I'm just gonna X off that. All right, our draft actually starts in two minutes and twenty eight seconds now. I have. uh, Can I change my name? Oh no, I'm Anthony A. Good. All right, so you can know the difference between me and other Anthony. Apparently, I. The Ice Man is in the draft. Um. Yeah, nobody cares about baseball draft, and there's like 500 rounds. This, there's 500 opens, rounds. Do you think this opens the door for like players that could fake it till they make it? Though it's like, I, yeah, you saw me that practice. I looked phenomenal. <laughs> Can I play in games? Not too well, but practice, I'm all about oh. it. <laughs> Like, yeah. you think there's going to be some players that were, like, stand out in practice, and it's like, well, that guy isn't very good. It's very possible. I mean, look, again, we have no preseason games to roll in, and no one can, like, you know, because usually what the, the, the non-starters did, uh, three, of three, in shorts. three of the they, four, they <laughs> but they were three of the four games, you know, so they, well, you know, you had a lot, sure. you had a lot of opportunity to see these players in action you know, playing games, and this time now it's like, like you said, oh, you look great in practice, you caught a couple of passes from this guy, you know, you made a nice move, but like, what about real time, real trying to really hit you, like, all, like, you know, like, crazy, like, you're gonna see, you're gonna see a lot of, like, people who are like, oh, this guy was good, oh, no, ooh, he's, he's really, he's really bad, like, really bad. And even the practice time was, is less amount of practice time than in most years, like, if you take out all of the preseason games like you still have less practice time <laughs> yeah NFL practice that's really is going to just continue to keep going down and down um, people are asking questions they're not even talking I don't know this 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 talking to, this guy's like will I get uh, Clyde Edwards Hilaire with the sixth in my actual draft I mean yeah I think there's no way you wouldn't get him I mean they have him seventh here um, there you go is that you saying for sure Brian or is that the other yeah. Brian you should after you make any message on here, like put like sl- like you know dash the real Brian so we know it's you. Huh. Um, all right, we're 14 seconds to the draft. Um, again, like I said, 12 teams. We are doing. Um, uh, we're basing this off of a uh, PPR. Uh, PPR. Le- yeah. So, there you go. <laughs> Good job, John. I like your your plugs are, are solid. 
All right, you only have 30 seconds to pick. Remember, that was last year. We figured that out. It was like a fucking free-for-all. Dude, we say that literally every year, and every year people freak out. We always, well, we always freak out. Every year. So let's see. All right. All right. Fake Brian drafts Saquon Barkley. Ezekiel Elliott, number three. Real I'm Brian drafts Kamara. 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 I would pick Kamara three, I think, just for the upside. I don't want Edward Hillary. I'm going to go Dalvin Cook. Why isn't Dalvin Cook being drafted? Dalvin Cook is my fifth. Dalvin Cook's my fifth, and Michael Thomas is my sixth. Where do I draft? In, in my ranking. We never did our rankings for a top, top hundred. No, player. we didn't. We did not. We, we started a little oh, late this year. 12-hour smoke. Already got another fan. Oh, yeah, it is. Like, haven't heard of that. Yeah, you haven't heard of us because, like, you know, we're Number tiny. Six, we're the small guy. He got him. He got him. He got him at six. If Dalvin Cook wasn't there, I probably would have went Hilaire. Although I, I think that the fact that we're at eight and Michael Thomas hasn't been selected yet is pretty crazy. And there well, he goes. All right. He, I mean, he needs to go before eighth. In my was opinion. that was that real Anthony or fake Anthony? That's fake Anthony. Oh no, right, I, I'll, fake Anthony Jackson at Michael Thomas at number seven. <laughs> Joe Mixon number nine. Devontae Adams number ten. You know, Which is crazy that Devonte Adams left to the second round in no. our draft. Yeah. That was <laughs> no. What was crazy was Mike Miles Sanders. <laughs> no one respected him. Oh yeah, he almost got to me in the third round. He got and then I had to pick Odell. He got so disrespected, it was not even funny. So what was Pat Holmes? We what? got Troy doing thirteenth pick stack with the. Uh, Tyreek Hill and Mahomes on the wraparound. What should what we should mention here though is um, that we really we, we mentioned it in, in the past in our, our running back rankings is that I know Brian didn't listen to it, but I, this I is feel our like fourth season, right? I, Sorry, this is our, this. What did you say? This is our fourth season of fantasy lens? No, as fantasy. oh, as fantasy lens. Yeah, we're we're sixth in uh, uh, this is actually our sixth season, like. As a podcast, which is, I think, insanity that we've been doing this for that many years. Um, but it's great. I mean, all right. So what, what, I, was, what I was going to say, who did you just take? He took Eckler. Uh, I would have taken Eckler. Um, that running backs are a very hot commodity this year. Uh, we discussed it prior because there are a very limited amount of high-tier running backs. And there are a ton of... Excuse me, I'm sorry. Um, a ton of good mid-round wide receivers. So, God, bastard took. I real yeah. Well, I'm mad. I couldn't get him in our league. Um, so I really believe that you, if you can get a top running back in your first or second round, ab- absolutely do it. Um, I just I. After you get down, past, maybe. I don't even want to say like James Conner ish area. It just it goes downhill. I just don't like what what I All see. Right, you, gotta, those... you gotta make points quicker because there's like what things are... that just went by and we didn't talk about. It. We can go we can go back and talk. We don't talk about every pick. I mean, look, I picked Hopkins on the in the in the wraparound, which was really nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, Aaron Jones is going twenty second, which I think is a way too low. Um, Kittle and Kelsey went 20, uh, 19th and 21st. So you obviously see the tight ends are, are booming, uh, in the early, you know, second round. Um, I'm going, I'm going back to back wide receivers, by the way, with my second and third picks. Drafted Adam Thielen. Now my only question is Chris Godwin or 
or Odell Beckham? I mean, well, oh, you're on the clock now. I mean, I think I'm, I think I gotta go Odell. Got the steady guy in feeling going high guy. In really? Odell. I mean, I would go. I mean, I personally would went Godwin just because of the what I saw last year. and I think is it's only gonna get better. Um, I don't know. I but, feel like Brady's gonna the, not have the inherent biases that Jameis Winston had, so he's gonna find some new people. And we see it again that people are are not drafting Allen Robinson where he's been ranked uh, for the um, for our draft yeah. as well as this. Um, he's definitely getting overlooked a lot. And I know Brian was more bullish on him than we were. So there we go. Yeah, I mean, he had a really good year um, last year with a terrible quarterback situation. I do like how this draft went Odell Beckham 25th. Uh, I respect that since I do think he's been falling a little too far. But, yeah, Allen Robinson, who I think I would still put below Mike Evans, Kenny Galladay, um, he's in that Juju Smith-Schuster category, but a little higher because of what Schuster had one good year. Yeah. I don't know. I think Robinson's a good player. And if the team... If Foles plays any better than Trubisky, like he he had eleven hundred yards last year with ten touchdowns, so like that's that's a pretty solid low end wide receiver one. Yeah, and, and as much as I do make fun of Allen Robinson, and it just I don't know what it is about him. I just can't get on board. There's this, you know there's some certain plays you just can't get on board with, and I guess maybe he's one of them for me. I, it just I don't know. I really can't. And by the way, I almost took Lamar Jackson with my third pick. I ended up going Mike Evans. Uh, so I currently have Hopkins, Evans, and Dalvin Cook, which I feel extremely happy about at this moment in time in this mock draft that will not exist. Oh, yeah. Evans falling to the third is really nice. I was between Evans and Galladay. I just really like the um, potential of a full season by Stafford. If you took, if you took, uh, yeah, if you took uh, Evans, I, I would have taken Galladay. I, I, it was, it was, the, those were the two choices. But, I mean... Looking at Lamar Jackson, I'm like, Ooh, that seems interesting, but I just can't do it. I can't pull trigger uh, that early. Yeah. Do you ever feel like you want to change your rankings when you actually draft? Like we did our rankings uh, the last 100%. few weeks, and oh, then yeah. when you actually draft, you're like, wait, I draft more on upside. Like I feel like I'm more of an upside drafter, um, and I rank more on what I think the actual season is going to play out as. So maybe I, I should listen to my rankings. I'm pretty sure that every person who does like their own like list of rankings does the same exact thing. They rank them, and then they're like, when they actually get into a draft, they're like, oh, no, I actually want this guy over yeah. this guy. Every, everyone does that. Everyone. Yeah, I mean, I have Mike Evans higher than Galladay by a spot, I think, or two spots in my rankings. But it's just like I, you think about it, and then it's – like, it's Mike Evans, yeah. Yeah, like Mike Evans is really good, but Brady doesn't throw the long ball much anymore, and he's got Godwin and Gronk and everybody to compete with. And... Yeah. Um, Ronald Jones, 37. That's a little high for my that liking. Is, that is Jonathan crazy. Taylor, 35. Also kind of high for my liking. High, but probably better than Ronald Jones, 37. Yeah. I think yeah. Ronald Jones has to be a... Uh, more of a tenth round pick. <laughs> yeah, I don't know who is doing. I don't know if it's a Tampa Bay fan or what. Um, but that oh, is. Wait. All right, twelve hour smoke is back. That is crazy. He's our, he's our yeah, player. I don't think that person was on an auto draft when they did that. Nope. He, well, he did Mark Andrews and then Ronald Jones back to back. 
Yeah, no, it doesn't look like uh, it only looks like I'm okay with Mark Andrews. It only looks like two people are currently on auto draft right now. Oh yeah, we got. Oh, nice, nice. We'll give you a uh, shout out. Twelve hour smoke. Listen up. Do uh. uh Todd Gurley, thirty nine. That's probably no. That's I mean, I'd rather have Gurley than I mean, Ronald Jones. Gurley, well, definitely over that. But like, Le'Veon Bell, Mark Ingram, Leonard Fournette are the other running back, the top running backs that are left. Mark Ingram just went forty. They seem to be paired together, right? Ingram, Gurley, David Johnson. Yeah, I think um, Le'Veon Bell. So what's funny is like I think I think it's Mark Ingram for me just from the situation and how much that team runs. Really, I would put him last in all of those. Really, see what? what... Yeah, I I mean I want to take a chance on Gurley. I know, I know I could get burned, but I still want to take a chance on him. What I find so interesting is how different. Like so, we've done a draft uh, online draft in um, ESPN, and now we're doing a mock draft in Yahoo, and the rankings are so different. Like, oh, Yahoo sucks. I hate Yahoo rankings. I don't know. I'm not saying ESPN does amazing rankings, but what you see in Yahoo is just is baffling. And like, I don't go by their rankings. I go by what I want to do. Um, mm-hmm. But they have, like, uh, just for, for example, um, Robert Woods is ranked so low compared to everyone else. It's just, it's baffling. It's absolutely baffling. Um, I mean, Leonard Fournette in in ESPN is is ranked as a, a bottom second top third round guy, and so is Amari Cooper. And here it's been. But like, how do they have David Montgomery ranked above, uh, like someone like Keenan Allen? That makes or no Terry sense McLaren to me. Over Amari Cooper. It it. Yes. That is that is baff. That's actually really baffling. Yeah, um, DeAndre Swift was over David Johnson. So I mean, may, maybe, maybe, maybe but, that happened. But that goes, but, but that goes to show you, like, you can't just go into a draft and use that those those standard rankings you see because it's just I don't. You really have to if you really want to if you're really into fantasy football, you got to do your own research. Just don't use these rankings you see right here because this is just. I think it's chaos. I think it's absolute chaos. Well, we've always said that who has the worst rankings? Yahoo has, Yahoo the, worst has the worst rankings. Like it's, I don't even. I'm not even sure it's that close that there's anybody worse than Yahoo. I mean, maybe we should try a CBS draft and see how that works. All right, I'm going Cooper for my fourth pick. Got my three wide receivers, pretty solid. By the way, I drafted uh, David Johnson as my fourth, so I now have two running backs and two wide receivers. Feeling quite good about my myself right now. Uh, running backs is a little bit thin at this moment. I'm not. Fe- I'm not liking the. Uh, not liking the value I'm getting. So I'm just gonna go. I'm gonna go Russell Wilson. Get myself. Oh, somebody's on the quarterback board. Going big, baby. Going big with the Russell. Always gonna be top five QB, regardless. Yeah, I mean, he's never. You're never gonna be let down, right? Nope. Maybe like week one. And then everyone's like, ah, look, that's it. Russell Wilson's done. And all of a sudden, he just, like, fucking goes nuts, as usual. Yeah. No, I already know who my next pick is. He ain't getting taken. Bob I know. Woods. What? Bob Woods. Uh, as long as Brian doesn't take him. No, <laughs> <laughs> oh, ah, you son of a bitch. You did he that on purpose. He was actually on my queue. You it was son him, of a bitch. Th- it was him, then um, DK Metcalf, then... 
Keenan Allen than Devontae Parker. So it was like as long as all four of them don't get taken. But I knew it was, I can't believe DJ Chark in these what? rankings are li- is listed ahead of Metcalf, Allen, Bob Woods, Parker. Like those are some serious heavy hitters. I know it's damage. It's baffling. It's bad. I think we have to stop talking about how bad it is because it's just it's it's never going to get better. Um, I went Kyler Murray, my my backup to uh, Bobby Woods. I knew you wanted Woods, so like. Of course, I mean, I always I want. Think I'd let let him get to you. I always want Bob Woods. It's it's just like a thing. I, have I to mean, have him. all right, so they're down to Woods and Cup. He's gonna get a thousand. Like, if you if you gave me plus odds that Bobby Woods is gonna get over a thousand dollar a thousand yards, I take that every time. Yeah, it's gonna be look the floor for him. If as long as you know, obviously the health is always the issue. But a floor for him is eighty-five to ninety receptions, a thousand yards, and there's no way he's getting the, those limited touchdowns. It's going to be like five touchdowns, six touchdowns this year. Yeah, it's it's, it's going to be ridiculous for him. I agree. And I, like you said, I mean, I, I don't want to talk about the rankings again. I can't. I can't. I was gonna I was gonna talk about T.J. Chark, but I can't. It's terrible. All right. Cam Akers has been rising in uh, in mock drafts as the season goes on. I feel like the the consensus on him is that he is get he he will be getting more and more play. As someone who picked Cam Akers, um, I don't think he's going to be an every down running back or goal line guy. I I picked him in Anthony's draft. Fairly early, not too early. What fifth round? Um, mainly because I think he is going to get. He's eventually going to work his way up as the third third down receiving back. Okay. Like I think, and I think that's a lot of volume in the Rams' offense. Agreed. That's, Absolutely. I mean, that's where right. that's where Gurley made a lot of his, uh, you know, being an asset for that team was as a uh, a pass catching back. All right, can we talk about this uh, wide receiver group that just went 58 Cortland Sutton, 59 Hollywood Brown, 61 Keenan Allen, who he has fallen so far this year. Yeah, that's crazy to me. That's madness. Uh, 62 Michael Gallup, and then 63 Devontae Parker. Real quick, Cam Mm -hmm. Akers. um, I just had the name in my head. Uh, running back on the Bears. That's the guy I'm equating him to this year. Oh, his Mon- Montgomery? Uh, uh, what's his face? Montgomery. This, the tiny guy? Oh, yeah, oh, oh Tariq Cohen. Tariq Cohen. Tariq Cohen, That's my who I'm But All right, John. Uh, go back to your... And I just took T.Y. Hilton, oh, no, by I, the way. I, I, well, I was just saying, that. Like, that's a crazy... To see Michael Gallup that high as when he could be the third option in that offense... And then, I mean, Devontae Parker, who was wide receiver, what, four? at Towards the last few weeks of the season? I mean, the hate on Keenan Allen is ridiculous. The what? The hate on Keenan Allen. Allen. It's just like, he's just going to be your 10, 10, 12-point guy. He's never going to be, I don't think he's that guy anymore where he's going to go off for 30. No, he can be that guy. I just don't don't think he has a key. I feel like he he shouldn't be raked in with Gallup, though. No way. No way. He's so much. I'm I'm sorry. That talent is ridiculous. He's good. Uh, But, like, again, we'll stop talking about Yahoo Rankings. But, like, right now we're staring at Jordan Howard as the next top guy. But you still have guys like... 
Diggs and Boyd and Landry and Hunter Henry and Josh Allen and AJ Green and like, do am I ever really going to look at a draft board and pick Jordan Howard over AJ Green or Tyler Tyler Boyd or Jarvis Landry or maybe maybe I don't know, but the worst one of the worst offensive lines in the league and I'm going Stephon Diggs. Going with the Diggs, my you see what our boy uh, Tyler. James White and then Stephon Diggs. Or, I, or I love James White this year. I don't know why. I, I, I haven't gotten him. Obviously, we only did one real draft, but I haven't gotten him. I really wanted him. And I, know you, I think you took him in, in our draft, didn't you, John? Yeah, I took him. Yeah. I, he's, always, he's always like my seventh, eighth, ninth round like target. That is a um, – yeah, I really, I really do like him this year. He's, uh, he's, he's not the sexy guy. Oh, he'll be sexy. He'll be but sexy. He's, he he's gonna hips and nips. He's gonna make it sexy. <laughs> uh, hips and nips. I hope people get that reference. Um, oh, I'm up next. I have no idea what to do right now. No idea what to do. Look at all these names. Look at all these names. Josh I was Allen. Between, I was between Tyler Boyd, AJ Green, and Dar- Darren Waller. I think Green's kind of cooked. I'm not gonna keep doing the um, reach for him. I, think... I like the idea of drafting two high-end tight ends, but... Uh... Well, we know that. No, I know. I love tight ends. <laughs> Tyler Boyd, to me, is just a guy... Like, I like Tyler Boyd on my team. Um, I, did, I mean, he's a dude who gets 20 points every now and then, and, like, you know when to play him or not. Like, play him against bad defenses, he's going to get 20 points, and then just sit him when he's playing a good defense. Whatever. Who cares? Yeah. No, <laughs> you're, you're right. Do we, uh, 12 Hour Smoke asks, do we prescribe to the DBL dip QB wide receiver pairing? Double I love dip. to do it, but it rarely works out without a reach. Um, stacking? I, I mean, we like stacking. I mean, you have to stack, but only in, it, it has to be the correct offense. I'm not like, it used to work like, you know, Aaron Rodgers, Jordy Nelson, uh, Matt Ryan. Julio Jones. But what he's trying to say, sometimes Brown. sometimes you have to reach. So, like, in this draft, a guy went in the first round and he drafted Mahomes and Tyreek Hill. So, like, was that a well, reach, that was, was that that a was reach for Mahomes? No, I know what I'm saying. Uh, was that a reach for Mahomes drafting a quarterback that early? I mean, I, I, I'm not the person who likes to draft quarterbacks that early. Um, so, I mean, it is a bit of a reach, but... I mean, that is going to pay a ton of dividends because, you know, Mahomes is ridiculous and Hill is ridiculous. So, I mean... Yeah, you know, it's, you know Mahomes is going to score 300 points or whatever. It's, so. not, it's not my method, but, like, I'm trying to think of, like, a, a good one in this, in this year's draft. Um, maybe even, like, a, okay, I, I, I'm, I'm okay with it. So, like, you can probably get uh, Hopkins and... Kyler Murray and not really have to reach, you know. Yeah. Like, so what? What I just said, like, I, I I don't know. My in my my opinion, I'm a fan of stacking, but like it, ha- like you said, like John said, it has to be a high powered offense. So I said, like, it's okay to reach to stack an offense if you know it's going to be top three. Like you know, Kansas City is going to be top three. So sure, if you want to reach to stack them with, because somebody might be like, oh, you shouldn't pick the quarterback that high, but you have Hill and Mahomes, and you're going to get you're, you're you might get forty to fifty points in the game easy with those two, um, and that's very very easy. 
but like you can't guess on a stack. You can't do an up and coming offense like the Browns. Like you can't say like I think the Browns are going to be good this year. They weren't good last year, but I'm um, everything's pointing in their directions. Let me stack the entire Browns offense. Yeah, let me because that that's for, the thing that yeah. comes back to bite you. Yeah, don't. Well, re- you can you can do it if it's like naturally. I feel like of course. If, 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 if it's not, if you're not reaching for Baker Mayfield in like you know the fifth or Odell in the second or whatever, I guess it's not even reaching for Odell in the second. But like, if it comes naturally, then yeah, you just have to hope it it hits. Otherwise, you'll be screwed a couple of weeks. Yeah, no, I, I I agree. Like, if it happens naturally, yeah, go for it. But like, yeah, don't oh, be don't dude, be. We got some. What up? Oh, <laughs> twelve hour smokes dropping his phone number. Oh, that's hilarious! <laughs> I was gonna take a picture of that. Oh, uh, we got we got we got a fan, guys. We got a fan. He had ne- never even heard the podcast yet. He may listen to this. He, might, he like, might he might turn out to be like a Robert De Niro slash uh, where his Wesley Snipes the fan, but oh god, no, <laughs> we, please. We could use a stalker, I guess. <laughs> we don't want that. John's Benicio del Toro in that in that scenario. You I, know what? Let's just let's just go with it. Is that racist? What? No, because Benicio del Toro oh. dies. That's why. <laughs> well, yeah. Why do I got to be the guy that does? Because I don't want it to be me. Um, who am I taking hey. here? Who am I taking here? Who am I taking here? I got like, two seconds. Hey, shit. Seven. Right. Six. Ah, I did it. I took Ingram. Let's Fuck! That's, <laughs> that's what get. To, I'll trade you. I'll trade you fake because it's a mock draft. Ingram for Woods. <laughs> you also missed, Well, Well, okay. Uh, <laughs> that's... But the top two defenses got taken, 89 and 90, San Francisco and Baltimore. Absolutely bad idea. Unless you play a very high, like, point-scoring defense-like league. Um, I still Actually, I still don't even like it because defenses from year to year can change so drastically. You know, like, you know, the year when the Bears were nuts two years ago or three years ago, and then, like, or two years ago, whatever year. Right. And then, like, everyone went high on the Bears because, oh, look, they had all the sacks and the interceptions. And then, what, they shit the bed last year. So it's uh, like Jameson Crowder, you bitch. You know, so it's defenses are very year to year. I I am never a fan of taking them way too early. Fourth, the uh, second to second or third to last round max. That's pretty much it. What do you guys? Not because I just picked him, but because this has been on my mind, and I have been actually straying away from him. But this has been in my mind um, the entire draft process. What do you think of Philip Lindsay, and a thousand a thousand yard rusher? Who is being drafted like he uh, is a nobody, honestly. Because um, people love the allure of Melvin Ingram and that 3.9 yards Melvin per carry. Go- yeah, <laughs> Melvin Gordon. Oh, Melvin Gordon, sorry. I love Melvin Ingram. I apologize, Melvin Ingram. You're actually a very good defensive player. Melvin Gordon, you are not a good offensive player. Sorry. Sorry, I had to get that. I out. feel like we, that, that's been one of our few consistent viewpoints on this show. A few consistent. We have plenty of consistent. I mean, we hate Melvin Gordon, but we hate, hate Melvin, Melvin Gordon, Gordon or we not, hate Jeremy Hill. Hate him <laughs> or not, what is like? It, does Philip Lindsay deserve to be that low? Uh, no, because even like I mean, Eddie came out of nowhere, so he wasn't drafted highly his first year. For two second, years, though, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, second year, people were still like, you know, Freeman, like he was a little bit banged up. He's still the you know the better running back, Lindsey's under undersized. We don't think he's he he won't be able to do it again, and he did it again like, on a, a team that had like three different quarterbacks that couldn't throw the ball for shit. 
So, he's are there only it. two bench players in this draft? By the way, are there? No, no. no. Or it's just going to keep stacking. No, you yeah, got to so keep, keep. No, you got three. No, you got to keep stacking. I don't know what you're thinking. What are you talking about over here? Um, by the way, I just uh, uh, picked up Zach Moss, um, yeah. another guy who you want to talk about uh, moving up the yeah. draft boards. People are getting very excited for him as a running back in uh, in Buffalo. So uh, that's another player. If you sort of liked, you sort of looking at, um, he might start going a little bit earlier in drafts now. Uh, so just keep your eye on that. Um, yeah, I don't. I, I, I have a tough time of letting go of. Uh... I, I know Singletary. Oh, Singletary. He Singletary looked so electric last year. He did, absolutely, he did. He was he was a top ten running back every week, basically. But I don't think he's like I think Zach Moss could be that bruiser. You know that Frank Gore that they had a couple of years ago that just fucking plowed through people. Like I think that is what um, we got. It. We got our Gronk sighting. One hundred six. You're not gonna lie. I should have probably drafted Gronk over. Not Ingram. bad. Yeah, I like. I, mean, I like Gronk. Uh, we're, we're, we're really coming on Gronk. Oh, that sounded we're terrible. That <laughs> sounded okay, terrible. Yeah. Phrasing. That's either the title of the episode or you may want to just edit that out. Oh, man. I don't think I can put that on, on iTunes. I don't think, I don't think we're they'll allow it. We're really covered on Gronk. <laughs> we, uh, I, have to, I have to spell it improperly, I guess. But Jordan I Howard finally goes at 108 after being the highest ranked player on the board for four rounds. I, uh, apparently, people really want Matt Breda over him. I don't disagree. Um, Breda, if I had to, if I had to pick Matt, Breda, Matt Breda get, just gets five yards of carry everywhere he goes. Every yeah, season. yeah. If he stays healthy, I mean, I think it's going to be a timeshare, like just your classic timeshare. I don't think there's anything either of them could do to win that position. No, look. Well, here's the deal. Matt Breda will get a 65-yard carry, and then Jordan Howard will get a one-yard touchdown run. Take him three carries to get there, but he'll get it. Um, and that's just how it'll be because Breda never gets the goal line stuff. He gets the long runs. If he doesn't get a touchdown, then he's, it ends up being useless for him, which sort of sucks. Okay. Um, let's see. We're entering second half of round 10. As, as we get some uh, quarterbacks, some of the middling quarterbacks and backup running backs off the board. And this is a real good time for backup running backs. As we speak, in the year of COVID, you never know yeah. when a backup is going to be more uh, is definitely going to be more valuable than any other years. Tony Pollard just came off one fifteen, good G- pick. Gibson from uh, the Washington football team quickly <laughs> rising up uh, people's boards. Well, yeah, because they have uh, Adrian Peterson and nobody else now. Because uh, nothing he, else. He who who shall not be named uh, is R- now R- uh, gone. R.I.P. R- the goose. The goose drop. I'm, I'm gonna take him. I'm gonna. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna back uh-huh. him up. I'm uh-huh. taking Aaron Rodgers as my backup quarterback. Yeah, that's so crazy that you get Aaron Rodgers, one sixteen backup quarterback. You know, a guy who I've been drafting in a lot of drafts, Carry On Johnson, the man of first one hundred yard oh, rushing season. He in was Detroit for, since Barry Sanders, and who is? I mean, who knows? I mean, I think the rookie's gonna be good, but. If something happens, if somebody gets hurt, I want one of those running backs in Detroit. He um he was my other choice, but there was no way I could pass on Aaron Rodgers at like you said like one sixteen, a guy yeah. who could possibly be a top five. Well, to me, it's just absurd that all right. So I like Swift a lot, but Swift is getting drafted fourth to fifth round, while Carry On is um tenth, ninth 
to 10th to 11th. And it's like, well, carry on. He didn't have a bad year. Like, he... He was hurt. He had a good year. He was hurt. He got hurt last year. Like, that... Like, that... Like, what... Yeah, he's not a scrub running back. Is pretty much what I'm trying to say. He's he's a good running back. I mean, and and there, it's not like Detroit is a gr- good team with like a real good offensive line. Like he was doing that with like mediocre players around him at best. Yeah, I I don't get it. I don't get it. That's that's it. I don't know what the name of this uh, podcast episode is going to be, but it's not going to be what I said before. I like the Daniel Jones respect. He's been getting drafted in every league I'm in. Yeah, no, uh, I mean, he, he has to be. He's you know, Josh Allen, but uh, not as big an arm, but more accurate arm. Don't does that you drafting? He's gonna throw. I mean, he threw for 27 touchdowns his rookie year. That's oh impressive. shit. Chris Herndon, I was gonna say, did you did you draft? Was that was that you, John? No, that wasn't me. That wasn't you? I, I did Sterling Shepard and uh, Boston Scott. Wow. Austin, I, I, Massachusetts? I, I, also, I honestly thought Herndon was going to get back around today. I cannot believe I was When I saw Herndon go, I'm like, it's got to be John. It's got to be John. No. I mean, round 11 for a top 10 tight end, I guess. So, You're yeah. a ridiculous top 10 tight end. I mean, I can't say that's ridiculous. To be honest, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not going to be that guy. He could be top ten. So my tight end strategy: if I don't have Kelsey, Kittle, or Andrews, I'm getting at least two, and maybe I'll throw a flyer on a third. I don't care, because the amount of times I drop running backs and wide receivers, like, why not pick three tight ends? And you're right. You're absolutely right. And I remember what two years ago you tried to grab like four tight ends, and my, my mm. league wouldn't allow it. I hate your limit, <laughs> you jerk. Um, and one thing we, we we have been talking about is how much we're actually starting starting to really like Gronkowski as a pick. Um, yeah. Even though we really like him, and I, I feel like both of you will agree with me, is even if you draft him, I would suggest drafting another tight end, like maybe right around that area. Like a little past it because I just don't trust that Gronk is going to be healthy the whole year. But the, for the time that he is healthy, I think you're going to get a great, like, you know, tight end who had a year off and is like very excited to play with Brady. Yeah, there's no other dart throw tight end that's going to score 20 points. Like, it just doesn't usually happen for tight ends. Yep. That's what I'm saying. Like, Do you. You know, all right. Do you think last pick of the draft? You don't have your backup quarterback, Philip Rivers. Yeah, might as well. Last Randy. year, look, it's his last year, right? He's not going to play another year after this, I don't think. He's got too many kids. He's riding into the sunset. the The Colts are going to win the AFC South. He's going to be slinging it like a son of a bitch. <laughs> and he's got he's got a he's got a he's got a rookie running back. He's got T. Y. Hilton. You know he's got the the bruiser, Jack Doyle. I mean like he has the team, and he's just gonna go all out. Like yes, I am always a Philip Rivers advocate, always. So yes, yes to that question. Yeah. Yes. I got really excited for that one. All right, 
too many people picking. What do you mean too many? Right oh, but look, that's the. Uh, what am I going to tell you? People love defenses and kickers. They get they feel like they need to round out their full starting lineup before they get you know to their full bench. Like that's just like yeah, yeah, and you, love and you get mad at them and you curse them off until like you're sitting in the playoffs and you're playing the guy who has Justin Tucker and uh, Baltimore defense. And you're like, what are you doing here? Because like, oh, <laughs> everybody on your team scored more than ten points every week. Uh, look, that's very, very rare. I'm not. I still, I still will not condone that shit. No, no, me neither. But it fucking happens. I know. Hell yeah! I gotta get my. Uh, I just need like you know some running back depth. I got Vaughn and Moss in my. Keyshawn my... Vaughn sounds like somebody who should be in um, any given Sunday. Yeah, oh, absolutely. I was gonna say they replacements. That too. But I think the, I think I think any given Sunday sounds more fitting. For that name, Keyshawn Vaughn. All right, guy. No offense. Yeah, so screw you, John. Oh, yeah. Uh, okay. All right. Then, what do we got going here? Uh, I do. See, I kind of want to draft AJ Dillon just because he looks like such a fucking beast. But <laughs> I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Christian Kirk. I will tell you. Um, I don't enjoy the swiftness of this draft because we cannot like really focus on the what, po- was, what was that John that? what was that was that you John oh that was my, I, I was went from my couch to my floor because my back was starting to hurt and my foot made a farting noise against my new hardwood floor because we moved my rock well, all seems very believable yeah, yeah it was seriously. the most believable what the hell oh my god that's, that's my foot that's my foot. So. Uh, sorry, I just had to sneeze. Um, um, <laughs> I'm starting to I'm starting to get in the um, zone where I, when it comes to the end, I'm picking kicker before defense. Because if I, I like I look at my fantasy pass, unless I like strike gold with a defense, like I had New England in a couple leagues last year, just as a dart throw, and it wound up striking gold. But if I'm not striking goal with the defense, I'd much rather a top kicker. So if I could hit the kicks one round higher than people. So are you defense first or kicker first when you draft? I'm uh, usually kicker. I'm usually defense first, but you're right. In, in a situation like that, like if someone like a big-name kicker who has been producing for the past few years is still available and defenses look like, meh, yeah, go with the kicker. Why not? Mm-hmm. I like the kicker because if you get a guy that kicks in a dome for eight, his eight home games, and then say plays in the NFC South, where he gets a bunch of other home know, games, I mean uh, dome another, games, a couple other uh, you know dome games or good weather games, I'm probably keeping that kicker on my roster the entire the yeah. entire season, especially Whereas, if it's Cammy Fairburn. Oh, you love Fairburn. Bear Baron guided me two years ago. Um, but yeah, yeah, defenses, unless it's like, yeah, unless it was the Patriots last year, it's the most most matchup reliant thing. Fair Baron wasn't that great last year, though. Like, that's... That, that's that, the I, problem I, with the kicker. I still like him. I mean, don't get me wrong, you also have uh, my boy from a few years ago, now the starting kicker for uh, the Falcons, you know, mid-season Young last Ho. year, Young Hoku. Can't go wrong with him, so maybe you go young ho. 
Yes, I will be. Alright. I think we're getting a little loopy here. I mean, to be honest, anytime you can quote uh, Fiddler on the Roof and say, if I was a young hoe, you just... (laughs) (laughs) Fun fact, Fiddler on the Roof was the only uh, Broadway show I've ever seen twice. Not... And I didn't like it. And I didn't... I just somehow... I just somehow wound up seeing it twice based on, like, saw it with my family once and then, like, a group of friends in, like, early high school, I think. Just accidentally buying tickets to the same Broadway show twice. No, it's just like, oh, we're going to New York City and seeing a Broadway show and taking the train in. And what are we seeing? Fiddler on the Roof? Ah, damn it. Sorry. <laughs> what are I've actually never seen Fiddler on the Roof. Well, that's good. It's a pretty boring show. I have no, uh, I have no uh, intention of ever watching it. So, sorry, everyone who enjoys Fiddler on the Roof. Um, um yeah, I can't say I've seen all of it. I just seen like where the guy like dance does like the shimmy shake and sings the song. <laughs> it's shake. rare that you find fiddler on the roof fans the um uh, as the years go on. The mock the mock draft lobbies is where you find fiddler on the roof fans. Probably, I'm not bashing fiddler on the roof. It's a perfectly fine show. Just uh, wasn't too exciting. You know, I almost took Fairbairn just to be a jerk. And you would have been a jerk. So <laughs> I hope you're proud of your. I hope you're proud of your almost self. Uh, oh, I will go. No, John's last two picks. What's he doing? Young Ho. You gotta do Young Ho. Gotta do Young Ho. And then team defense. Uh, I mean, might as well go with Denver. I think I'm gonna try and pick a really weird named kicker. Oh, I already found him. Got him. I think I'm going to go with Rodrigo Blankenship. Oh, my God. Wow. Did it get any better than that? Can't get is, he, he also wears uh, Rex specs too. So. There are some good names here that I can't really pronounce. But uh, Kenny Blankenship. Do you remember uh, oh my God. Elimination Challenges? Hell yeah. I'm definitely Great. going Rodrigo, Rodrigo Blankenship. Lock it up. That's going to uh, those, like the first month of MXC, my friends and I, we would do, uh, we were in high school, we would play Manhunt for like the two or three hours before it, uh, go to my friend's house, like get Chinese food, and then watch MXC, and it was the best shit ever. MXC Sounds was the like best. an all-over great, all-around oh, great time. That sounds best, fantastic. Like, like the high school nights when like no one drank yet, so you just kind of like played video games and did like, like, uh, like just all hung out as like a group of like 15 people and you were all the like best. completely lucid because no one was shit-faced <laughs> the best <laughs> yeah manhunt was as drunk as you can get when you were 11 years old it was like how what that this is being high just like running away no one's catching me right now i'm a master at hiding and running oh, I, nobody could possibly catch me <laughs> i am so fucking lit right now I'm i would say yeah it's scarily similar thought processes i love manhunt i absolutely uh, love manhunt it is the best we should play some manhunt <laughs> we should you could play a manhunt around Shimong during the Labor Day party. That'd be ridiculous. I mean, 
36 years old. I don't know if I could do manhunt anymore, but I try it. Probably vomit afterwards. All right, so we have the draft is complete. Are we going to be able to get a like a, a draft report? Yeah, like a draft report or something over here. I hope so. We can at least play uh, Marco Polo, by the way. Oh my God, Marco Polo! That that's hilarious. <laughs> oh, go to draft results. I'm guessing we did. Did you have any stacks? I had a stack with Matthew Stafford and Kenny Galladay. Oh, I have a stack. Uh, Jack Doyle and Rodrigo Blankenship. <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> Actually, I triple stacked it with T.Y. Hilton. So T.Y. Hilton, Jack Doyle, and Rodrigo Blankenship. So awesome. I I tripled my carry on. Uh, do you want to go? How do you want to grab the? Uh, can we grab the the draft board? Can we take like a? I'm gonna take a screenshot of it or something. Yeah, you you, you go do that. I mean, I'm just saying. I'm trying to. Uh, where's my snip and sketch? Where is that? You used to say snip and sketch. Snip and That's sketch. Not a real thing. It's a real thing. How do you not I feel know? like it's not a real thing? How do you guys not know what snip and sketch is? So Clyde Edwards, number six, he has been creeping up in every single draft. He, I had, I can't, I could not take him again. I don't think I could take anybody number six ahead of Michael Thomas. That goes for the entire draft board. Oh. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it makes He's sense. He's just too safe of a wide receiver. I've, I've seen this drafted and draft out Michael Thomas falling because people, rightfully so, are, are like trying to grab a running back early, which, yes, there's definitely fewer. Or maybe there's not fewer because there might be more COVID scares. Um, but Michael Thomas getting pushed to the mid to last, I don't know, the dude... Broke the reception record last year. I feel like he deserves to be a top five pick. Uh, um, where did he go in our yeah, league? He probably went yeah. like five or six in our league, right? I think he had to have. I had seventh pick and I got him. Oh, you have? Oh, that's right. You have him. My bad. So, yeah. So you? Yeah, I got him with the seventh pick. I was very, very excited about that. Yeah, if he fell to me, I was grabbing him because I was one pick after you. I was eight. I was, there was no way he was passing my clutches, but uh. I was just really, really, really hoping he fell to me. I, I had him queued up. I was like, yep, this is uh, this is who I'm going to pick. It was the same thing with Devontae Adams in the second round. I, I had no thought about anybody else but him if he fell to me because I couldn't believe that Devontae Adams fell to the middle of the second round. Uh, Odell was a little harder. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, well, at that point, you know, we've been discussing how it should be. You need a, you know, you need a sort of a top running back, and then you're three rounds deep, and you're – you're just loaded up on wide receivers and, you know. Uh, sometimes the way the chips fall, you have to go with a different strategy. You can't force yeah. it. You can't force it. Yeah, I can't. I, I just don't under, I I wouldn't have understood. Odell, I could have gone. Um, well, the thing, the funny thing was I was going to go Gurley if I didn't go Odell, and Gurley fell to me in the fourth. So I got really lucky there. Yeah, sorry. I was uh, I'm trying to do a snip and sketch thing so I could uh, bring up these photos for uh, for uh, for viewing at least. Yes. How do you like your team? Uh, that's um, a good question. Took DeAndre Hopkins, Mike Evans, David Johnson, Kyler, Ty Jarvis. I actually really like my team. Um, I think between the Hopkins, Evans, Cook, uh, Johnson, uh, that's a that's a solid four. Uh, you know, well, running back and uh, wide receiver, uh, you know, 
quadruple, whatever they want to call it. Uh, I don't know. I really like it. I think Cook, at, Cook, the way I got him so late, and I honestly think he could be the number three running back drafted with how good he is, uh, getting him at, what, I have the sixth or seventh pick? Um, or, mm-hmm. like, it, it was great. And then Hopkins on the, on the return, which was... No, you had the fifth pick. Yeah. Fifth pick, okay. So so getting Hopkins on Hopkins the return on was the even return better. Was even better, and that's what... Really yeah, that's nice. That, I think your top um, pick was Evan Ingram in the eighth, going as the ninth overall tight end. Yeah, I like because you you waited on tight end to the eighth, but you still wound it up wound up with Evan Ingram. Yeah, which I'm I'm very 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 happy about, and um, I mean yeah, I mean I got a few you know I have Aaron Rodgers as my backup quarterback, which is insane. I have a few like long shot you know not really long shot but like you know rookie running backs that could maybe turn out to be something. Uh, you know eight yard Jarvis Landry. I got you know I. I I like my team. And, you know, Jack Doyle, like we talked about, now has Phillip Rivers throwing in the ball. And we know Phillip Rivers loves throwing to the tight end. So I think he could be a very good sleeper pick this year uh, in the tight end department uh, with that Eric Doyle. With, with Eric the, Ebron gone. Uh, the biggest wild card for me in all these drafts, which I, I'm not sure where to draft him or how to like quantify it, is the rookie running back's like Jonathan Taylor, Swift, Akers, like all those guys that will have a chance to be in timeshares, but also have a chance to just to win the job outright. And if you get that guy in like the seventh round, like sixth or seventh round, you have a good chance of winning because that's an RB1 right there. Hmm. So I think if you go one, you want to try to get a couple of them. You know just what I'm like, saying? Just like, throw a bunch of darts. Throw more darts yeah. than one dart, yeah. Like pick back-to-back, like Cam Akers, Jonathan Taylor. Like, pick him back-to-back. Or yeah. DeAndre Swift, Twift, Jonathan Taylor. Where did uh, Jonathan Taylor go in this draft? Because I, I think he went too one, early. Two, huh? he, went, he went in the third round. The end of the third round he went. So Yeah, that's really... That, I mean, that's ahead of guys like Todd Gurley and Mark Ingram and Le'Veon Bell and David Johnson and Leonard Fournette and just guys who all rushed for over 1,000 yards last year. Yeah. And, like, he... Can't tell me you're sure Jonathan Taylor is going to rush for over a thousand yards. No, yeah, yeah. But I, then, I think that was insane. Guys like, I would say, DeAndre Swift, Cam Akers went end of the second half of the fifth round. Then yeah, I could see more that. palatable. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, people are really high on Jonathan Taylor, and it's not like Marlon Mack is. Look, I'm high on Jonathan Taylor too, but Marlon Mack's not a bad running back. You think he's going to be completely phased out of the offense? No, 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 I don't. No, I don't not at all. Not, not when he when he was good with Andrew Luck and he was good with Jacoby Brissett. Yeah, John, so, I like your strategy where you pick. Well, obviously, it's not a strategy to pick Christian McCaffrey first, but like, <laughs> but if you are first, yeah. you get you get the guy who you don't think is a miss. So, running back one, overall one. Uh, that's what you're thinking. And then you just shore up your wide receivers and you piece together some running backs. Your running back two. Yeah. You just take a bunch of dart throws at running back twos. So you went McCaffrey, then Thielen, Beckham, Cooper. So you're thinking you have a very strong wide receiver core plus oh, yeah. the top one, the top running back. And then like, whatever. At the end of the draft, I'll take a bunch of draft. I'll take take a bunch of uh, dart throws. 
Yeah. Also, I went with the old reliable James White in the sixth round. Maybe a little bit early, but he he always, he always treats me well. Well, not to mention like like as uh, Brian was saying, like you have like you and Cap- McCaffrey, and then you have Thielen, Beckham, Cooper, and then you piece together running backs. But you have number four wide receiver is Stephon Diggs. Like, think about last year or two years ago when Stephon Diggs was being drafted as like a top like you know, you know third round, fourth round yeah. wide receiver. Now. Maybe it's uh, you know a different system in Buffalo. It's not the same as Minnesota. But to be honest, Minnesota was becoming more of a run a run first offense anyway. So yeah. I mean, having him as your number four wide receiver, literally sitting on your bench, like pretty That's nice. Some good trade capital. I mean, he's going from getting underthrown by Kirk Cousins to getting overthrown by Josh Allen this season. But besides <laughs> the point. Guys, we were um, the projected standings for our Yahoo Fantasy Draft report card has me in first, John in second, Anthony in third. No way. Yeah. That's yeah. really is it Anthony A or Anthony? Anthony A. That's really funny. What is yeah, that? Standings? Got, I'm not sure I like that that Yahoo gave me an A plus grade. Yeah, that's that's really funny. <laughs> that's really bad actually. Yeah, now I don't know how I feel about any of this. Um, yeah, do we are we happy about this? This is this might not be a happy thing. What I will say is, um, uh, what are we, Miles Sanders getting drafted in the first round, um, over the likes of uh, Kenyon Drake, Nick Chubb, Josh Jacobs, Austin Eckler, Aaron Jones, uh, James. Yeah, I don't like that. I, I, I don't like. I don't like him ahead of Eckler. I don't like him ahead of um, Chubb, Drake, Drake, Chubb. Or guys like Devontae Adams or guys like Julio or, like, I I don't know. I mean, I want to hit on my first two picks. I don't want to guess. Well, that's the thing. I is... did that with Fournette years ago, and <laughs> it's just like, or like you did that, like a lot of people did that with David Johnson last year. It's like, oh, yeah, he's coming back strong. And it's like, but you're taking a guess with him. You don't know how he's coming uh, back. I don't want to guess. Yeah. Miles Sanders... All the guys taken before him, I don't have a problem getting taken before him. But also the next one, two, three, four, five, six, six to seven guys taken after him, I'd much rather have them than Miles Sanders. It's it's just like you could have gotten like you you know you could have been the eleventh pick in the draft and grabbed Kenyon Drake, and I would have been cool with that, and then wrap around and grab Julio or Hopkins. I think that would have been that would have served you much better. In my opinion, but I mean, look, the guy grabbed three running backs in a row: Sanders, Drake, and Jonathan Taylor. I don't think two of those three picks are good in, where they're going. But now, now his number one wide receiver is Calvin Ridley. His number two is Marquise Brown. His third is Michael Gallup, and his fourth. Well, that's just a bad draft. Like that is a, that is a pure. We'll just say that. that I is mean, a maybe pure that surprises bad draft. us, but I think that's a bad draft. No, it's a, I guess it's a. I mean, yeah, but I'm just I'm just pointing it out. I mean, yeah, look, we have to point out where people make you know. Bad decisions. I mean, sorry, the boss. Look, it happens. So I don't know. That's just that's just my opinion on that one. Um, I also don't like that they had. Uh, again, we talked about the rankings, but they had Cooper Cup rated higher than Bobby Woods. I think that's a mistake. Uh, Bobby Woods is the like the pinnacle of like ninety receptions and a thousand yards. So I don't know. Oh, say the pinnacle of boyhood or something. The what? The pinnacle of our being our boy. Oh, he's he. I mean, he is him and Eckler and Allen. You know, those are those are the boys. They're in the boys' club. Um, you know, I mean, I 
I really like this draft. I always hate when I like my mock drafts. And oh, I, it's and, terrible and, feeling. And I can't get to use them. I'm like, ah, oh, this sucks. Like it's such a good team, but I. It's you know, a terrible feeling. I mean, I like. I mean, I like my real team I that I have already. So I'm excited. I'm just. But the the only thing that changed about that only thing I, the one thing I would change about my real team is I would swap Julio for DeAndre Hopkins. I really wanted Hopkins, but what are you gonna do? I mean. I'm gonna cry about having Julio Jones. I, I, I that's that's the rich crying about not having are. enough money. You, you like see, crying about you're doing Julio a lot of whining. Jones. Yeah, shut up. Yeah, you like crying about Julio Jones. You know, because it's a player that I don't want to do well, but yeah, he, you're he's gonna, going to do. You're gonna well. have to root for the for the Falcons a lot this year. I love my team in your in your league, Anthony, because I just you know capitalize on. The, all right, I got a, enough tight ends where somebody has to hit. My wide receivers have to hit. And then running backs, it's like as long as one person hits between Gurley, Cam Akers, Carryon Johnson, and DeAndre Swift, I can piece together another one on waivers. Like that's how I think of it. Like mm. just have one of those four hits. Yeah. Well, as a you know, one or two is gonna pop up on waivers, and you just gotta be uh, either lucky enough or steadfast, you know like, on the ball enough to to be able to pick him up. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, this is a... It's a lot to go through. I mean, there's a lot to... Uh, I'm staring uh, at Should we just end it, then? Try and graph. Um, what? I mean, no, we don't have to end that. I mean... Where's 12-hour smoke? Let's see... Well, let's talk about 12-hour smoke, Jackson. See, Our he, boy. He, he dropped his number. Clyde Edwards aware. <laughs> you know... High, a little bit of a high risk, but great offense. Look, I'd say it's early, but I drafted him eighth overall, so I really can't yeah. say much in my uh, in our draft. So he's got the Hilaire and he's got the Hilaire and Kelsey stack. He's throwing it back with Cream Hunt from the offense. You know, <laughs> not Kansas City anymore, but a throwback guy. If if there's one, if there's a couple, like you know, uh, can't think of the word because I've been uh, had too too, too too much to drink. Um, of course. Yeah. Um, I can't even think of the word. Um, <laughs> he only has problem. one quarterback, and it's Brady. Yeah. All right. Well, that's not a problem because in a, a 12 team league with only one quarterback, there's going to be plenty of decent quarterbacks. He's also heavy on handcuffs, which, again, we said that is a possible strategy in this really crazy year to be heavy on handcuffs. He's have, he has Pollard, Kareem Hunt. Madison. Madison, and I guess you could kind of think of Sony Michelle as a weird handcuff. I guess so. I don't know. I don't even, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Uh, That's all right. I still uh, got it up. (laughs) I don't like, uh, well, his um, wide receivers, DJ Moore. um, I was going to say that's the weakest of the bunch. DJ Char. It's going to be something he needs to to look at. Yeah. But you gotta think of Travis Kelsey as a guy you pick up, um, substituting your yeah, wide receiver. Yeah, that's basically what he did. Is he substituted a number one wide receiver for the top? Yeah. So I mean, if Le'Veon Bell can do something this year, like you know he did anything three years ago when he was on the Steelers, um, and Hilaire could be the guy that the Chiefs expect him to be, his running game will be great. Um, but DJ Moore is my number one. Is a little worried about that. It's a little. I mean, people love DJ Moore. I mean, he, he's 
really they really do love him, and he had I a, mean, he's fast as hell. He had a really good end of the season. I will say that, um, but again, as a number one on my team, I don't feel so comfortable. Um, I mean, he did, he did miss out on a few good players right before that, like Evans, Galladay, um, I guess Allen Robinson, and uh, Godwin and Beckham. So he he did miss out on a, a few solid wide receivers. I mean, yeah. there was a, there was a big run right before that, so he sort of for sure maybe thought he was going to grab somebody higher than that, but then got stuck with DJ Moore. Well, isn't that the dream, having a guy that you think of as a wide receiver one, a running back one, and a tight end one? Like, I was very happy to get Galladay, Kittle, and um, Kamara. Like, I wish I had that draft in a real draft, because I feel like I have a true wide receiver one, tight end one, running back one. Yeah. No, I, I agree. I want, And you got, you got maybe another wide receiver one with Bobby Woods. Yeah, but that's just me. Number one. <laughs> Number one in our hearts. Um... All right, so is there anything else we want to uh, dis- discuss? I mean, we're what? We're, like I said, a week and a half away or something like that, two weeks away. I don't even know what we no. are. We're two weeks away. We can away. always do a final thoughts podcast next week two weeks before away. the big dance. Well, yeah. let's have you to do a pre-week one. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's, that's what we probably have to do. We probably got to get on next. I think next week we should maybe talk about the uh, – I know people really love this. Um yeah, I'll I mean, say do it from my new apartment. Hopefully, Comcast doesn't screw us over. Oh yeah, dude. I hope dude, not. Doing internet, trying to get internet for a new place is the fucking worst. Uh, Especially if you're going to Comcast. I hate Comcast. Comcast. Oh uh, well, well is Comcast. The worst. I'm only doing it for like the three weeks because uh, Verizon. There's there's no appointments anywhere. Like ev- everyone, crazy. everyone's switching to Verizon or moving. For three weeks, it's- everyone's just moving right now. Yeah. The moving industry is nuts. You're just lucky that you have a chance to even have Verizon. I'm not even allowed. To, I think there's no FiOS over here. The only Verizon, I know. I'll wait. The only Verizon I can get is Verizon DSL. Like, oh my God. are you yeah, they serious? Were like, well, you could get DSLs. Like, could what? I really? And I'm, am I also gonna rub rocks together to try to make a fire every night to cook? Yeah. Like, what what year is this? Do you think we want DSL? High speed dial up, ridiculous what madness. What madness is that? How is that even an twenty twenty twenty? And you tell me high speed dial up. Who's choosing that? Yeah, it was it was funny as hell when I was over the other day and we told Brooklyn, Brooklyn, the internet used to not be around. You know, it, it you it used to have to dial up into it, and if someone picked up the phone, you would get kicked off. And she was like, she had no idea what we were talking about. Yeah, she was so confused by the concept. She never. She'll never know. Yeah, so confused by the concept of non-instant internet. Yeah, young kids, I mean, I guess that makes me sound really, really old, but, like, they really don't get it. They just don't get it. Like, they have everything at their fingertips. Everything. Like, three hours for one song on LimeWire that might be a virus? Yeah. Worth it. (laughs) Totally worth it. I remember one time on LimeWire, I spent two days downloading Blade Trinity. Now, we all all know Blade Trinity is a bad movie. I didn't... I didn't at the time because I never saw it. I was trying to download yeah. it on my computer. You know what happened after the three days of downloading Blade Trinity? What? It was a Brazilian porn. It wasn't Blade <laughs> Trinity. It started off with the Blade Trinity credits. And then it was a guy, I shit you not, true story, a guy in a scream mask chasing around women with a banana and then cut to porn scenes. 
It was a Brazilian porn with a guy in a screen mask and a banana. This is the weirdest thing I ever saw. I was very young. I didn't know. I I was probably a little aroused by it. And I would say not... that, that that kind of <laughs> explains your uh, love for for horror movies in a in a weird way. And bananas. <laughs> and bananas. <laughs> and, yeah, mostly bananas. So. Um, yeah, no, that that was that was our uh, that was our plight. We had to deal with that. Um, kids don't they don't get it now. It's amazing. But I mean, look, I appreciate having it now too. So I'll, I'll take it. That I can get it. You know, quick downloads and all that kind of shit. So, but anyway, I digress. Um, we'll be back soon. So, um, as always, you can follow us at fantasy underscore land on Twitter. Um, very active there. We are at fantasy lens podcast at gmail dot com. Our podcast is available on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. Right. So, like, we we have we are growing. We are growing our uh, our that sweet sweet Spotify. We are there we go. We get that sweet Spotify cash, which I don't know what that is and what we're gonna get. Nothing. So Joe Joe Rogan's gonna gonna tell us. Joe, okay, I'll, you I'll, just just land us that sweet Spotify cash. <laughs> All right, so. As always, we are Fantasy Lens, and we'll see you next week.